Hello guys, this is Aline Wase Kanimba and uh, allow me to welcome you back on the Real Estate Podcast and this is our fourth episode. Today we are going to be discussing challenges in buying property as a foreigner and how you can overcome them. But before we move with uh, the challenges, I would like to thank you for listening to our previous episode of The Real Estate. And uh, especially thanking different of you who get back in touch and share feedbacks. I appreciate it. And uh, as I grow, as I grow while sharing with you the information on Real Estate, in Rwanda. I would also appreciate uh, growing together with you, especially in your journey in investing in real estate in Rwanda and in East Africa. So coming back on the challenges faced by foreigners, when they are buying the property in Rwanda. And uh, I believe this is a common challenge when you're buying property on the market, which is not yet set, which is not very well set. And so wherever you are located, I believe this information uh, I'm sharing will be helping you. Of course, if you try to analyze on your side and relate with what I'm sharing. This is an experience that I got when I was working with uh, my investor while we was trying to buy the first property. The first challenge is unprofessional real estate agents or agent when they are working individually. Let me tell you that Every time you see a listing, either on Facebook group, on different Facebook groups of real estate and properties, either on expert in different groups in expert, either on different website which is uh, which is uh, advertising different properties. So every time you are finding a listing or a property which is mentioned to be on sale, the agent which is mentioned to be the agent which is mentioned to be selling the property is not always the right agent it's not always the direct agent for that property it happens that there is uh, there are more than like there is like a channel like a long channel of agent which are like uh, passing each other one listing over and over and you might get in touch with the person who's the least to even have the information, like the basic information you need to be able to know if that property can be even bought. Most of agents that you find on mainly on Facebook groups, they don't necessarily have the contact of owner who's selling the property. They don't have the information about the prot, like the location, like the prot ID, like the prot number or the property number and they have no idea about the master plan of that of that land 
of that plot or maybe that house if it's a house that you are willing also to renovate so please pay attention and be very careful with the with an agent that you are talking to be observant like analyze the attitude of your agent because sometimes they will be telling you information like uh, what is where where is is this place located and they tell you like a bunch or general information because they don't have specification of like the exactly area it can be a village it can be a sector it can be a cell or a district if they don't have information they give you general answers and then they keep calling calling some other guy because maybe the other guy is the right person so be observant also check out if an agent is working with a specific company because many agents who are like working by themselves they are not really professional they do it today to see if they can make something out of it they will be the one who's mostly charging you money for transport who are who are like have limited information so check out if an agent is working with a company as a real estate agency again check out if this agent have the information like the basic information about the property again it's like property number or like plot number master plan of the of the land or the plot or the property and the contact of the owners at least that's where you need to start before you get you step any further about the property if you are willing to buy this property the second challenge that you face when you are buying a property as a foreigner or like a diaspora or like you are buying a property and uh, people mostly like agent owner of the property assume that you have money that you you're rich you can afford it and that challenges elevating the price or bringing high bringing the price very high this happens when you are talking with a real estate agency agent or a realtor or like an owner you ask them on whatsapp or by message or by call since they haven't seen you they don't know you you ask them what is the price of this product that you're selling then they tell you the right price that they kept out there which can be something like uh, 200 million if it's like a apartment like a big family house which is located somewhere near Terama or Kibagabaga they might tell you something like okay in this plot we are looking for like 200 million and you say okay let's schedule to meet and then I, I visit the plot because that's one of the basic steps you should do like visit the property and check out what you are buying and once you go there, they look at the car you're driving. They look at the, your accent when you're speaking for like a diaspora. If you don't really know the language or they look at you, you are like Muzungu. Then they, they kind of bring the price to like from 200 to something like 300. Then they tell you, they start telling you something like, oh, we have more people who are willing to buy this plot. Uh, who are even like you, they start comparing you to other people like you to show you that they have already an access on an access on people like you, on a network like you. And then they start bringing high the price and they start like pressuring you like, uh, oh, today someone came, today we had like three visitors who, who was also looking for the house. 
one who was muzungu or maybe a diaspora someone who was like a minister or like a senator something like that then they they kind of keep you under this pressure where you feel like you're in a competition with someone then that's that's the good reason for them to bring high the price and also like try to show you that you are running out of time so again especially where on the market in Rwanda when you see at the house of 200 million the question you should ask yourself first is how many local people can afford this house and the second is how many experts in the country can afford this house then once you make that you you ask yourself that question you do a little bit of analysis you check out different friends who bought properties or different colleagues you might know then you figure out like uh how really many people can visit this house and uh, deal with this price and be able to buy it in next month or two. So the best way to deal with those circumstances where the prices are being put high is to either hire someone to negotiate for you or a realtor who negotiate for you because like an owner can hire a realtor an agent which uh, as a person who's going to bring high the price and if that person can manage to find a client who pay on that high price the owner benefit from it and though and also that realtor an agent is also going to get more commission from it so on your side play the same have a negotiator who understand the market to negotiate for you and represent your interest along the process or work with the reader as well but at the same time make sure that you are working with a person with experience with a person who understand those tricks and how to deal with them work with district office trust me on every land in Rwanda on every plot in Rwanda it's it's registered and there is a master plan for it and from one neighborhood to another from one uh area to another there are different price per square meter there are different price of the plots per square meter let's say like one square meter in kachiru might be something like uh, 30000 one square meter in Nyarutarama might be something like 70,000 Rwanda in France. And one square meter in a neighborhood like Kibagawaga might be something like uh, maybe 55,000 Rwanda in France. So again, depends with where the plot is located or the, or the property is located. Figure out, find a way to get in touch with the district office with uh, information about the land, mostly like uh, the names of the owner and the property number and check out the, the price per square meter of that land in that neighborhood. Then you have the concrete information because you can calculate based on the entire plot number, the size of the plot number and uh, the amount of money per one square meter and then check out the price which is technically set by the district office compared to the price that the owner or the realtor are telling you then make your math to be able to avoid 
this pressure and the and the price which are going high and which doesn't which feels like it's not making any sense you need to have more options when you are looking to buy a property either it can be a home either it can be for business and you're looking for a specific neighborhood let's say you want a neighborhood like Kimihurura, you want a neighborhood like Kachiru, you want a neighborhood like Kimironho. Don't just hang yourself on one single property for whatever reason you like it for. Have more options and uh, get in touch with the different and more realtors or agent or owners. Then have the opportunity to compare and check from one to another, like from the information in the discussion you're having from one person, from one owner, from one creator to another. The more you have more options, the clearer it gets. And then you took the control of what you're trying to buy, but mostly with the negotiation that you're trying to make. Another big challenge which happened for foreigners when they are buying property is the language. You don't know Kinyarwanda or you are somewhere maybe in any other place in Africa where the language are very diverse and you don't know the language they are speaking. Well, if you're willing to buy a property in a place, in a specific place, it means you are committed to that country. It means you like either the culture, you either like the people, or you like the business environment, or you think it's a great opportunity. So if you are willing to invest a very big amount of money or whatever amount of money into this place, into this city, you should be willing to also invest a little bit into the culture and the people in that area. If you're a business person and you're willing to buy a property in Kachiru and let's say it's even a property for like uh, constructing uh, something like apartment for homes. If you're willing to do that, maybe the best way to know about the culture, to understand about the people is to start living in that neighborhood and uh, interact with it understand the situation understand obstacles deal with it or maybe build a relationship some people who are willing to buy property in rwanda might not necessarily live in rwanda so build a relationship and then follow up with those relationships it can be friendship with people around it can be with colleagues people you work with it can be any kind of relationship but you need to start building a grounded relationship with local people in that particular place that you are trying to invest in. And the second way to deal with uh, language barriers is to learn the language, as simple as that. If you have been living in the country for something like two years and you probably don't know like 10 words, then that's already a big challenge but mostly if you're a business person and you don't talk you don't take an opportunity into learning the language in the place where you are trying to invest i believe that you are not really taking seriously your investment that you're trying to make unless you have other way or other means that you're you're willing to do it but you might spend more than five years 
not being able to buy the prop the prot or the property in this particular place because you are limited by the language and the culture and you don't learn i know one of my friend who have been uh, some of my friends who have been trying to buy property and are very excited about one neighborhood to another willing to make to, to kind of have a family there and willing to stay there for longer and yet until this very moment they can't figure out how to buy a property even if the price is good in few days they change it because again because of all of these dramas which is going on just because you are not a local person but on your side you don't really take enough advantage of the fact that you live in the place and you're willing to invest in the place so learn the language and another way to avoid the language barrier even if you don't speak the language study the market very carefully take your time and study the market know how how, how much how much from one neighborhood to another the land costs know the master plan from one neighborhood to another like what is allowed to build there and what is and uh, know about the people like from one neighborhood to another know about like the geographic demography from one neighborhood to another know let's say for someone who's building a house in a place like Kachiru it's different from someone who's building a house in Kibagawaga in Kibagawaga you can find a lot of plot which are empty and then you just buy a plot and then you you go with the master plan then you build your house or you you build your apartment but in Kachiru the neighborhood is literally taken except for some local house so if you want to build something tangible out there first of all you need to consult with the district office as i mentioned ari but most of all you have to understand that you will be probably need to buy those small houses those small local houses until you have enough land and destroy those small houses and then build something from scratch again or maybe you might find something nice something interesting then renovate from there so study the market, know how the market changed from one neighborhood to another, know how these owners or the realtors, real estate agent function, how they operate from one neighborhood to another, like their level of confidence from one neighborhood to another, because that changes. Someone who's selling you a house in Kiwagawaga is going to be so different from someone who will try to sell you something in, in a place like Kanombe. That's like an example. And the, the confidence level, the pricing and the negotiation also changes. Again, study the market and know the right person to talk to, especially if you are willing to work with the negotiator or with the realtor, and then go from there. Another challenge which happens when you're trying to buy a property in a, while you are a foreigner, it's understanding where the tricks might come in, mostly the corruption. As we know, the level of corruption in Rwanda is very low, but it doesn't mean it's not there. It's there on a very small scale and it can be reported and, uh, and you can know how to deal with it. Like as a local person who's speaking, I would like you to know that some of those corruption 
small small corruption challenges you reverse them on the village mostly like on the village or maybe in the in the cell office where like they are playing around these small tricks so that they get some some money out of your pocket one way or the other and the best way to avoid this especially when you are closing a deal the best way to avoid this obstacle is to consult a lawyer like it's always good to consult a lawyer when you are buying a property or when you are selling a property but it's even better if you do it along the way and then and especially to understand how the process work in buying the property in Rwanda from Rwanda to someone who's used to that maybe somewhere else like in the US the laws changes and the way people handle them changes that's why you also need to consult like a lawyer before you buy a property you need to be approved that the person who's mentioned to be the owner really own the property because sometimes the property might be like a, it might be an heritage which was given to to a sibling like a family from their parents and uh, someone who's like a head of the the family might say i own this plot while during the process of buying you will need the entire siblings maybe five people or ten people to just be there and approve that they're selling or they're willing to sell but if you don't get it you might just deal with this one person this person might be willing to just get the money out of your pocket and uh, you don't pay attention on it you might lose your money so you need to consult a lawyer especially that local lawyers are they are very familiar with this situation where people are trying to sell the houses and it's a family house and only one person is trying to take the whole control but once you are, you get into once you get into getting the ownership of the property once you have paid for it you won't get it until the rest of the family which own the property approves that they are also willing to to sell and they have received their shares on that money that you have paid you also need to know if the property doesn't have pending responsibility it can be financial responsibility it can be the family challenges as i was mentioning to be able to know that as well you need to contact with the lawyer to understand how this this situation differ from one experience to another that the lawyer have and also see how you deal with them you might find a land on a good price and there is this good there is an entire family behind it and uh, you still really want to buy it you don't want to give up on it just because there is the entire family to deal with so to be able to close that deal in a good manner you still need to consult a lawyer you need to work along with a lawyer and even afterward once you have bought your land and you need let's say to do the maintenance you need to do the renovation and uh because the land let's say it's in the middle of na- in the neighborhood where you share the street or the or the road or the way with the neighbor and you share different things with the neighbor and the neighbor are not willing to to collaborate and you involve back the previous owners and here you also need the same thing you need a lawyer so that along the way you find a, a best terms to understand with your new neighbor with your new neighbors and also to understand how 
how you can get your interest through without uh without being held back by the situation and again remember that working with a lawyer consulting a lawyer along the process of buying the property or renovating your new property we help you to avoid unnecessary corruption that you might face with leaders on the on the village or maybe with leaders in the sector or maybe face this everyone who comes around and tells you they're responsible for this they're responsible for that and try to really make things difficult for you in the process either buying either renovating this new property Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I enjoy talking to you and I enjoy sharing with you the information that I have from the experience that I get from on, on daily basis when I'm also working in the real estate. And if you have questions, please get in touch. I have social media on Twitter, Instagram. You can check out at Aline Kanimba and then ask any question that you might have. And if you are willing to have support, along the along the way of buying your first property or like renovating your property please get in touch at Aline Kanimba both on Twitter and Instagram thank you so much and please leave comments what you think i should improve and uh, what you think I, sh- i can talk about in the next episode if you want to be my guests the doors are open you are more than welcome and i would really like if we can have these your estate podcast as as conversationally as can get and more exciting i'm open for different ideas thank you so much for listening and see you soon hello this is alin wasekanimba and welcome to our podcast where today we are going to be responding question questions which was asked in the previous podcast our previous podcast was about the challenges the internationals face when they are buying their first investment when they are making their first investment by buying mostly so we have different question that you have asked some of you had asked and uh, we are going to be responding those questions and uh, also bringing like different approach on how actually this can work better for you because most of the question are about like uh, how to do how to make that deal in the first place why to why doing that deal and uh where to start with the support where to get the right support so the, the first question is it was asked with one of the biggest fan of this podcast uh who's now located somewhere in Netherlands I will try to keep uh the names private uh since I didn't um approve uh the identification of uh who asked who like who had asked those question but uh thanks a lot for uh, for listening to the podcast and thanks a lot for all of you for asking these different questions so we are going to uh, to start with this first question which is why investing in real estate in Rwanda in the first place if there are all of those challenges that we have mentioned in the previous podcast 
I would wa I, I want to start by welcoming you to listen to our previous podcast. And uh, also, we are still open for different questions, for different comments, for different recommendations for some of you who are taking some of those recommendations. But you're welcome to listen to it so that uh, you kind of link both uh, talks. So why invest in the real estate in Rwanda in the first place? Yeah, let me tell you one thing. Why investing? You know, that's a very good, uh, that's a very good question with a very simple answer. Because that's how money grows. That's why we invest. But then why invest in real estate in Rwanda with the challenges? It can be like the limitation with the languages, the market which is not that structured yet, uh, the limitation with, uh, let's say, with brokers and agents sometimes who are not very formal in the way they work. Let me tell you one thing. Wherever you find challenges, that, that, wherever you find challenges lies opportunities. So for a great business person, anywhere you find challenges, you can bring a solution. And that solution, it's, it's a good catch for the market. It's a good catch to make money. So the market has different challenges. But yet for the market to be suitable for everyone, it's up to you and me to structure the market. That's why me, I brew this podcast so that you know different challenges you face. You are not alone. These challenges are happening to everyone. But if you know some of those challenges, like uh, the market, which is not that formal in terms of like uh, real estate agents who are not very formal, that creates like uh, different opportunities, different business ideas on how to structure that. So I believe that uh, the first answer is if there are challenges you can bring a solution to make this market even more structured as i did myself by bringing this podcast that is first and second random market is a very great market uh, literally no corruption and uh, the market and the way the way ecosystem is set so that you start a business in rwanda it's very structured very organized you can register your business in less than 15 minutes and you can uh, declare your 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 taxes and run the revenue and all of this documentation and the bureaucracy the process is very simple and there is no corruption literally no corruption so that's why you need to also invest in Rwanda like uh, have you tried the market like in Kenya you know and or tried somewhere else with a where it's competitive but again no matter how much the market is structured there's a lot of corruption there's a lot of bureaucracy which is limiting from one investor to another so the marketing rounder even if it's, it's still in the process of being structured but the bureaucracy and the process of bureaucracy has been being formalized and this make it simple for people to invest in this country including investing in real estate in Rwanda. So even if you go through a lot of challenges investing in real estate, but you know how uh, like uh, registering your business, declaring your 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 taxes, your revenue, and uh, like uh, engaging different partnership and having a visa to invest in Rwanda, that is very easy. It, it has been made easy for you to run that business. That's, that's another good reason why you should invest in real estate in Rwanda. The second question is, can you help us to close this deal? Yes, of course.
that's why i have been putting together this podcast because this, in this podcast we are going to be interacting with different investors in the market we are going to be interacting with uh with different buyers for of homes with different really with the whole ecosystem including regression so even in this process you will learn uh, and get other more details on how you can make this deal and how this uh, this can be made more easier for you so helping you to close a deal yes that's why also this pod the real estate podcast is here that's why i have my own social media at aline kanimba you can find me on twitter on instagram on youtube those are the platforms which are made just to help you to either buy your home or to either sell your home or anything in regards to real estate, but also in business. But here we are talking about real estate. Yes, I can help you. And currently I have different listings uh, in terms of like apartment for renting. I have different listings in terms of uh, property for buying either plot just like a piece of land with no house or maybe different houses but mostly i have i have been working with some of you already who are clients who are looking to buy either home either like a home of like between 5 million to 80 million uh some of you some of you who have been listening to my podcast requesting me different support and then finding apartments uh suitable apartments studio apartments and so on and some of you have been reaching out for finding like uh, the right agent to work with in the process or maybe the right company to work with in the process and also like uh differently say like um lawyers who can help in the process of closing a deal so yes that's why i'm setting this platform to help you and some of you had already reached out please reach out as well and our next question is can you recommend the good agents i'm working on that you know and i'm so excited so i'm really putting together like uh, the whole analysis and the whole survey about what are the challenges that real estate agents have in Rwanda so that they are not very formal so that they are so unstable and uh, and really less liable because by tackling the challenges they have by trying to understand maybe some of them we they can come on board even in the podcast and share like uh, how they are trying to get better you know but also share some of the challenges they are they are facing so that before we just even judge or complain we also understand what are limiting them and uh by by reaching out and figuring out like some of those small issues they are facing i believe some of them can rise so i'm working on providing um a network of good agents that you can work with but at the same time i'm looking forward to host different real estate agents who close different deals from renting from selling from any size of the of the deal so that you understand uh that this market is also here to to get improved so it's not really just about like what are the challenges we have but it's also knowing that this market is just starting and just also up to us to structure the market and to help to help each other in the whole ecosystem including the real estate agents so yes i can recommend you uh, some of the real estate agents who are like doing good but mostly i'm also really working with some of those who are kind of doing good to see how we can improve the services we provide but i'm mostly really looking forward to provide like a network of good real estate agents that you can work with from any kind of a deal 
yeah so um the questions was mostly those questions like why invest in real estate in rwanda in the first place uh if i can help you in closing some bills and if you can also get recommend recommendation of real estate agents so i hope you guys you like and enjoy this talk and uh, please reach out for also other different questions that you have let me also remind you that uh, the marketing rounder is being structured it's not even just about real estate if you go in creative industry if you go in entertainment if you go in technology if you go in in industry or like business services you will realize that the marketing rwanda is generally growing you know because rwanda is a country which has been being reborn you know after the whole situation of genocide in 1994 so this market has been growing the government has been uh investing a lot and uh, pushing so much so that uh, the rwanda like rwanda as a country as uh as also a market for different people including locals and experts is rising so i think there's a lot of efforts which are being uh kept so that that happen and i also believe that we also have responsibilities individually to build the platform that we want but to also build the kind of service that we would enjoy by contributing you can also leave a question a comment on what you think can be done better starting from this podcast itself but also within the real estate market and ecosystem thanks a lot for listening please uh listen share this podcast with your friends take out uh, check out our social media at alin kanimba uh, on youtube instagram and then podcast on anchor and uh please uh leave a comment let's let's let us know like what do you think we can discuss on next time or what are the challenges you're particularly facing that we didn't we didn't mention or like uh, different ideas that you might have that you think that this can help us to bring the market to the next level thanks a lot i will see you soon hello this is aline wase kanimba and welcome to our podcast where today we are going to be responding question questions which was asked in the previous podcast our previous podcast was about the challenges the internationals face when they are buying their first investment when they are making their first investment by buying mostly so we have different questions that you have asked some of you had asked and uh, we are going to be responding those questions and uh, also bringing like different approach on how actually this can work better for you because most of the question are about like uh, how to do how to make that deal in the first place why to why doing that deal and uh, where to start with the support where to get the right support so the, the first question is was asked with one of the biggest fan of this podcast uh, who's now located somewhere in Netherlands I will try to keep uh, the names private uh, since I didn't um, approve uh, the identification of uh, who asked 
who like who had asked those questions but uh thanks a lot for uh for listening to the podcast and thanks a lot for all of you for asking these different questions so we are going to uh, to start with this first question which is why investing in real estate in rwanda in the first place if there are all of those challenges that we have mentioned in the previous podcast I would wa- I, w- I want to start by welcoming you to listen to our previous podcast and uh also we are still open for different questions for different comments for different recommendations for some of you who are seeking some of those recommendations but you're welcome to listen to it so that uh you kind of link both uh talks so why invest in the real estate and runner in the first place yeah let me tell you one thing why investing you know that's a very good uh that's a very good question with a very simple answer because that's how money grows that's why we invest but then why investing in real estate in rwanda with the challenges it can be like the limitation with the languages the market which is not that structured yet uh the limitation with uh, let's say with brokers and agents sometimes who are not very formal in the way they work let me tell you one thing wherever you find challenges that that wherever you find challenges lies opportunities so for a great business person anywhere you find challenges you can bring a solution and that solution it's it's a good catch for the market it's a good catch to make money so the market has different challenges but yet for the market to be suitable for everyone it's up to you and me to structure the market that's why me i brought this podcast so that you know different challenges you face you are not alone these challenges are happening to everyone but if you know some of those challenges like uh the market which is not that formal in terms of like uh, real estate agents who are not very formal that creates like uh different opportunities different business ideas on how to structure that so i believe that uh, the first answer is if there are challenges you can bring a solution to make this market even more structured as i did myself by bringing this podcast that is first and second random market is a very great market uh, literally no corruption and uh, the market and the way the way ecosystem is set so that you start a business in rwanda it's very structured very organized you can register your business in less than 15 minutes and you can uh, declare your 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 taxes and rwanda revenue and all of this documentation and the bureaucracy the process is very simple and there is no corruption literally no corruption so that's why you need to also invest in rwanda like uh, have you tried the market like in kenya you know and or tried somewhere else with a where it's competitive but again no matter how much the market is structured there's a lot of corruption there's a lot of bureaucracy which is limiting from one investor to another so the marketing render even if it's, it's still in the process of being structured but the bureaucracy and the process of bureaucracy has been being formalized and this make it simple for people to invest in this country including investing in real estate in rwanda so even if you go through a lot of challenges investing in real estate but you know oh uh, like uh, registering your business declaring your 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 taxes your revenue and uh, like uh, engaging different partnership 
and having a visa to invest in Rwanda, that is very easy. It has been made easy for you to run that business. That's that's another good reason why you should invest in your estate in Rwanda. The second question is, can you help us to close this deal? Yes, of course. That's why I have been putting together this podcast because in this podcast, we are going to be interacting with different investors in the market. We are going to be interacting with, uh, with different buyers for, of homes, with different, really with the whole ecosystem, including regression. So even in this process, you will learn uh, and get other more details on how you can make this deal and how this, uh, this can be made more easier for you. So helping you to close a deal, yes, that's why also this pod, the real estate podcast is here. That's why I have my own social media at Aline Kanimba. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. Th those are the platforms which are made just to help you to either buy your home or to either sell your home or anything in regards to real estate, but also in business. But here we are talking about real estate. Yes, I can help you. And currently I have different listings uh, in terms of like apartment for renting. I have different listings in terms of uh, property for buying either plot just like a piece of land with no house or maybe different houses but mostly i have i have been working with some of you already who are clients who are looking to buy either home either like a home of like between 5 million to 80 million uh some of you some of you who have been listening to my podcast requested me different support and then finding apartments, uh, suitable apartments, studio apartments, and so on. And some of you have been reaching out for finding like uh, the right agent to work with in the process or maybe the right company to work with in the process. And also like uh, different, say like um, lawyers who can help in the process of closing a deal. So yes, that's why I'm setting this platform to help you. And some of you had already reached out, please reach out as well. And our next question is, can you recommend the good agents? I'm working on that, you know, and I'm so excited. So I'm really putting together like uh, the whole analysis and the whole survey about what are uh, the challenges that real estate agents have in Rwanda so that they are not very formal, so that they are so unstable and, uh, and really less liable because by tackling the challenges they have, by trying to understand, maybe some of them, we they can come on board even in the podcast and share like uh, how they're trying to get better, you know, but also share some of the challenges they are, they are facing so that before we just even judge or complain, we also understand what are limiting them. And uh, by by reaching out and figuring out like some of those small issues they are facing, I believe some of them can rise. So I'm working on providing um, a network of good agents that you can work with. But at the same time, I'm looking forward to host different real estate agents who close different deals from renting, from selling, from any size of the of the deal so that you understand uh, that this market is also here to, to get improved. So it's not really just about like what are the challenges we have, but it's also knowing that this market is just starting and just also up to us to structure the market and to help each other 
in the whole ecosystem, including the real estate agents. So yes, I can recommend you uh, some of the real estate agents who are like doing good, but mostly I'm also really working with some of those who are kind of doing good to see how we can improve the services we provide. But I'm mostly really looking forward to provide like a network of good real estate agents that you can work with from any kind of a deal. Yeah, so um, the questions was mostly those questions like why invest in real estate in Rwanda in the first place, uh, if I can help you in closing some deals and if you can also get recommend recommendation of real estate agents. So I hope you guys, you like and enjoy this talk and uh, please reach out for also other different questions that you have. Let me also remind you that uh, the marketing render is being structured. It's not even just about real estate. If you go in creative industry, if you go in entertainment, if you go in technology, if you go in, in industry or like business services, you will realize that the marketing Rwanda is generally growing, you know, because Rwanda is a country which has been being reborn, you know, after the whole situation of genocide in 1994. So this market has been growing. The government has been uh, investing a lot and uh, pushing so much so that uh, the Rwanda, like Rwanda as a country, as a, as also a market for different people, including locals and experts, is rising. So I think there's a lot of efforts which are being uh, kept so that that happen. And I also believe that we also have responsibilities individually to build the platform that we want, but to also build the kind of service that we would enjoy. By contributing, you can also leave a question, a comment on what you think can be done better, starting from this podcast itself, but also within the real estate market and ecosystem. Thanks a lot for listening. Please uh, listen, share this podcast with your friends. Take out, uh, check out our social media at Aline Kanimba uh, on YouTube, Instagram, and then podcast on Anchor. And uh, please uh, leave a comment. Let's, let's, let us know like what do you think we can discuss on next time, or what are the challenges you're particularly facing that we didn't we didn't mention or like uh, different ideas that you might have that you think that this can help us to bring the market to the next level. Thanks a lot. I will see you soon.